0: Hello, America. I'm Robert Reese, and welcome to CEO Show. We're here today with Mara McNeil. How are you, Mara?
1: I'm terrific. How are you, Robert?
0: Very well. Glad to be with you. Mara is the president and CEO of Toyota Financial Savings Bank. And so we are going to talk more about what that means. And and then we're going to talk about banking. And then we're going to talk about her background, which is really interesting, because it has several different pillars in how they came to be, and her leadership insights from that. And we may even dive into a little bit of the personal, because there's definitely some interesting things there that all of you could learn. So let's start off. Toyota Financial Savings Bank. Obviously, Toyota is one of the most iconic names. I don't know that everyone knows it has a financial savings bank talk about what that means and and how it ties into the brand
1: certainly Uh, so we're one of the commercial companies that had the foresight to apply for a bank charter and we have had a bank since 2004 And the type of bank that we have is sometimes referred to as an industrial bank. And so we're subject to all the regular bank regulatory oversight. And we have our FDIC regulator and our state prudential regulator in Nevada. And we provide private banking and that's mortgages and deposits and also commercial lending for our dealer customers, Toyota, Lexus and some of our other affiliated dealers and also some private banking for our team members or employees. So you can think of us as serving a very good niche within the Toyota Lexus ecosystem, and it just allows us to be a provider of services in a very full service capacity. So you can think of some captives just have a finance company, But with a bank, we can do more for our dealers and team members.
0: So with that brand name, which obviously helps you and gives you certain focus, you're navigating um, really massive disruption is the right word. I almost said destruction. I mean, disruption. That was
1: my prior career. No, (laughs) No,
0: because when you were in the Air Force. Exactly. So. But uh, in the entire banking industry, you look at how AI is changing banking and talk about what's happening.
1: It is a period of of massive change. Uh, it, I had been serving in the financial services and banking sector, and you know, had gone through the Great Recession. I'm very personally passionate about making sure that we have strong financial institutions and that they're well-positioned to be able to serve the financing needs for America through thick and thin. And anytime there is a change uh, it really makes people question their assumptions of, about the banking industry. So whereas before, uh, you know, when most people were really, really happy with their community bank down the street that they could go in and shake hands, you know, you, then you had a lot of people coming in with digital banks and saying that that would take away some of the community bank, uh, impact. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a, question of where is the consumer trust going to go and i was fortunate enough to get interviewed by forbes um, a, a couple months ago and there was definitely the mindset of what used to be the we trust the bank down the street is much more of the You know, the consumers nowadays trust the brand. You could see some of the things that happen with Apple. And as you mentioned, um, Toyota being the sixth most respected global company, you know, we come with this wonderful backing of having a commercial company that has developed this strong trust. For its customers and, and that trust is something that our dealers really, uh, take to heart and, and you know, want to make sure they're continuing to earn that every day. And so, you know, we at the bank kind of get to ride on the shoulders of giants, you know, for all the good work to be able to, you know, so I can say, you just like you expect a Toyota car to be safe, you can, you know, expect that my bank is being run with the same kind of un- appreciation of wanting to um, you know be safe and reliable and and do all the risk management that you would expect of um, you know any other global institution in this sector.
0: So so the brands really align
1: then? Uh certainly. I mean I really feel confident um you know i had talked i had been part of jp morgan chase another great brand some of my friends from there went to other banks and you know you can have baggage of things that happen to them and um where some breaches of trust with some customers have have happened and it's much harder i would say to be in a a, a a leader in that environment where you have to earn it back so i feel very fortunate to be able to be you know part of a platform that has that and it's it's ours to just keep and keep growing
0: mm. it, it, it's phenomenal that we think our world is so hard now then we look at the great recession you dealt with and then we look at being completely displaced like they were and it really gives you perspective so My last question to you is who is a CEO who you admire and tell us why?
1: Uh, Well, I will, I'll go ahead and point out um, the CEO of TIAA to Duckett. She is a mentor of mine. She hired me as a general counsel when she was the auto and student loan CEO at Chase. And she has a wonderful story herself of her leadership journey and she is fanatical about helping to raise people up um, and helping the communities around her to um, you know really lift up when she when she thinks about the savings problems that we have in America and how we all um, should help elevate each other and and find ways to, to solve that. she's
0: very inspirational. let's talk when you mention leadership you have a really interesting background from your JD then going into the Air Force then you know in consulting where um, I think Goldman Sachs you you worked with in, um, in, intensely and um, and then moving moving into you know public sector private sector, what has that type of background taught you about leadership?
1: Everywhere I go, I feel like I'm building this broader picture. I mean, leadership is not you know one thing in one place, and leaders need to be able to you know lead with their individual teams, you know, lead in a boardroom, lead in speaking with, with their legislature, and I feel like I have gotten a lot of those pieces um, in my other careers. So my, my first career was actually in the military. and my last assignment in the military was at the Pentagon. And we were going through very large scale change in configuring the Air Force to how you fight two Cold Wars, to how you go in all the forward locations that we need to go in the new world. And you had to do a lot of restructuring and uh, that obviously comes with a lot of resistance from the stakeholders that were used to doing things the old way. And so I, I really had a front row seat to how do you as a business analyst um, not just have your head down and do the math behind it and show the, the business case behind it, but how do you think of where all the stakeholders are and how are you going to reach out to each of them to get their buy-in so we could get the quadrennial defense review approved. Uh, and so I think the Air Force allowed me to zoom way out in terms of making sure you had breadth um, of being able to deliver in um a complex environment and then the legal career i would say kind of at first brought me to go way back in on you know just the contract in front of you and you know what are the corporate transactions that you need to do and and understanding the notes of and bolts of that which it you know basically helps you later on be a better negotiator of of the things that come up in, you know in terms of a partnership and the agreements that you're doing so I've been um, I would just kind of say putting different tools into the toolbox so that I can navigate different environments, but i I like to be able to straddle the public and the private and you know be able to work on interesting problems with interesting people.
0: Well, this is really interesting because what we're hearing is you could learn from different elements of your career different skills and at the right time, they will come up whether you need to zoom in or zoom out. We're about to take a commercial break. When we come in, I'm going to ask Mara about a transformative moment, a challenge that she had and how she handled that. Back in a few. Hi, this is Robert Brees back on the CEO Show, where we interview the CEOs who've reinvented the fabric of America. We're with Mara McNeil, who's the president and CEO of Toyota Financial Savings Bank. And we've spoken about bank, we've spoken about your background. So now let's talk about a challenge. And I know, for example, in the Great Recession, you had a significant, this is really an historic challenge. Very few people have had. Please share.
1: Well, I was a corporate attorney, and at the time, the TARP had just been approved, and we were figuring out, uh, you know, the U.S. Treasury had a big need to figure out how it was going to help the banks with its bad assets and restructure the banking industry. And I had been working prior to that with as a, a lawyer with Goldman Sachs and had done asset management. And so I thought that banking experience was going to really help me jump in and make myself marketable to the u.s treasury to serve in that capacity and so i joined started the same day that obama was sworn in i was a non-political and i ended up two weeks into the job being tapped on the shoulder to be the senior counsel for the auto program so i worked with Uh, you know, we didn't even have the auto czars at that time. They were hiring (laughs) the auto czars, Steve Ratner and Ron Bloom and building the team because, you know, if you'll recall, Bush had made the first loans into, you know, GM and Chrysler at that time. And there was the expectation to figure out what could we do to help give these new, these companies a new lease on life, uh, with the minimum government intervention and resources possible. Uh, And so that ended up being a much more complicated (laughs) set of events than, than I think people realized when the loans were first made.
0: What was the biggest lesson that you learned from that?
1: I think that the idea of you know, focusing in on the, the value that the, the companies provide and making sure that you're meeting the business, um, fundamentals, uh, that you, you know, you could hear about, you know, hedges that GM made where they lost a lot of money and you could hear about uh, pensions kind of overwhelming the companies in a way that was unsustainable. And so uh, I think the importance of strong financial planning and management, uh, you know, and keen, keen focused on producing uh, the products that customers want. And that's something that I, Toyota is very passionate about. Our our key fundamentals that had, you know, their obstacles, I would say, um, you know, given the dynamics of, of GM and Chrysler at the time.
0: And, and from there, that was certainly an historic time. Nothing like that had ever been done. And a, a lot of you listening in, you may remember when I interviewed Ed Whitaker, the CEO of GM. And so obviously, you know, Mara, you were working in that whole thing. But But that was really a turnaround for America. And without that being done, so I want to thank you, like my son's in the military, so and people say thank you for your service. I want to thank you for your Air Force service, but also for your service in saving, you know, America. And, and of course, as you know, I, I've interviewed uh, Mary Barra from General Motors, so would have never had that if it weren't for people like you providing that great service. But now I want to switch to a personal side. So, um so I was just really impressed in learning about you from your, your laughing from your grandmother and what you learned from her. And then there was an, also a great story about your dad in the bomb shelter. Just share some of those two stories. And I love that. It's bravery, authenticity, and drive. Share those two stories and tell us what that taught you and how that shaped you become to become the executive you are today.
1: Uh, I'd love to. Uh, So my grandmother was born in Latvia, and she it's a western side of Latvia, close to the Russian border, very, very poor, dirt floors. Uh, World War II was going on, and she was married and pregnant, and her brothers were going into either the Latvian Legion. One ended up Fighting on the Russian side, but you have to remember it, it was independent at this time and Russia was coming in. Uh, so it was very much the mindset to, to try to protect the homeland that, that her family had. Um, but in order to also, you know, protect her unborn, my dad, she fled or tried to flight flee the country with her husband on a train and he ended up uh not being able to go with her they wanted all the young men to stay there <laughs> for obvious reasons and so she was uh found herself in germany had my dad in a displaced persons camp um you know they're in and out of bomb shelters for the first few months and it she was there for 5 years before figuring out uh one she had heard news that her husband had passed, and two, figuring out how to find the next place for, for her and my dad, Victor, to live. And that ended up being America. She got sponsored by a Latvian man and came to Cicero, Chicago. And so her stories of bravery and perseverance during that time really motivated me. in in terms of thinking about, um, you know, items that, you could think of overwhelming in your life (laughs) when you have the perspective of you know battles and wars and just being immigrants and refugees it's it's kind of uh, the troubles before me usually paled in comparison
0: and there you have it i want to tell you Mara, what a pleasure it is having you on the ceo show
1: thank you robert it's been a pleasure
0: and thank you again for your service is there a website that people could go to if they want to find out about Toyota Financial Savings Bank?
1: Well, our bank is toyotabank.com and we are servicing mostly our dealers and our team members right now, but you can always go check out Toyota if you want a, a, a new car.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. So you have a little bit of sale. Got the Land
1: Cruiser just came, The you know, we just showed that. I drive a Supra. I love it. Our, our you know, CEO, Sato-san, says, you know, one thing we can all do is love cars. And that's not a problem for me.
0: That's our inspirational and great having you on the show.